With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the Morning Huddle, presented by White Dragon Martial Arts. Live from the Mile High Sports Studios, here's David Hurlbut. As always, welcome back to the show, Tuesday, January 9th. So glad you could join us. Of course, you're tuning in 98.1 FM if you're in and around Denver. You can always stream us live wherever you are, MyLifeSports.com or the MyLifeSports app for your phone. Three ways to listen to the station all day long. Thank you so much for starting your day, your Tuesday, your 2024 right here with the morning huddle. That sounded very down. I'm not down. (laughs) Just the way I uh, read that with the morning huddle. No, everything is great. Did I give the number 303-831-1340? Call or text. We love audience participation. You're stuck with me today for three segments that I'm off to an appointment. AB, how you doing, man? Doing great, doing great. Um, pretty good football game last night. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed watching it, even though it didn't come down to the, to the final moments. Yeah, we were spoiled last Monday night uh, with two really fantastic semifinal games, two great matchups. One goes to overtime, the other comes down to, you know, the last play of the game. Uh, so it was a lot to ask to try and get that again last night. Um, it, it had some drama in the beginning. And then look, the better team won of the two. And it just feels like the best team in college football for the majority of the season. Little small peaks and valleys here and there, but maybe the most consistent team all year. The best team all year won the national championship. And, of course, I'm talking about the Michigan Wolverines beating the Washington Huskies last night 34-13 to to go 15-0. You probably saw it umpteen times on air. One of only a few teams to, you know, go 15-0. and But starting next year, you're going to have to win more than 15 games, right? 16, 17, some teams will have a bye. I don't know. It's getting it, – the college football season is getting a little too long for me, but that's a discussion for another day. But there will be some great playoffs next year, I can uh, assure you that. We, we, we can digest and we can talk about the college football uh, you know, bowl season a lot another time. But right now, it's about Michigan. Like I said, they clearly were the better team. I'm just looking at some stats right here. 443 yards to 301, Michigan to Washington. First downs were about equal. Washington actually controlled the ball for one minute longer. But Michigan protected the football, zero turnovers. Washington had two turnovers. So if you're going to spot a team like Michigan 
if you're going to give them a plus two in the turnover department, it could be a long night for you. It could. The running game was absolutely, you know, on point for Michigan. On full display, if you will. Rushing yards for Washington, 46 yards. Rushing yards for Michigan, 303. Kids, that's good for two games. Certainly in the pros, maybe they run a little more in the college. I don't know. That's a good question. Who runs more, the pros or the, the college kids? In either, 303 yards in one game is fantastic. Yards per rush. Well, they ran it 38 times. You know I love that. Yards per rush, 8. 8.0. Not bad. Both teams uh, had five penalties. That's not that bad. These aren't the Cowboys out there playing with, you know, four false starts. But 300 yards rushing. Only 140 yards passing for Michigan, but that's all McCarthy had to do. When your running game is off to a start like that, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't overthink it. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. When the running game is working that well, that would be the, you know, I would say the safer of the two attacks. Just run the football down their gut. McCarthy goes 10 of 19, like I said, for 140. Penix Jr., 20, uh, where is it, 27 of 51. Yeah, towards the end there, you know, in the second half, he had to play more catch-up. Zero touchdowns, zero picks for McCarthy. He would, Look, I'm not saying he's just a bus-driving QB. He's better than that. But that's all he had to do last night. Just get out of the way, and you'll win a national championship. Penix Jr., a rough night at the office, one touchdown, two picks. Like I said, 27 of 51. That's almost, you know, 50%, maybe slightly above. They seem to win the Battle of the Trenches. That is Michigan. Don't I always say that, too? When I want linemen, when I want offensive linemen drafted for my team of the Broncos, I want those big boys, that beef, that, that cattle from the Big Ten. I don't know why. I just love it. Usually playing in that nasty weather, Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Penn State. Those are the teams I want my uh, I want my offensive linemen from. And they showed it last night. Quorum, 21 rushes for 134. Edwards, six rushes for 104 yards, 17.3 yards per carry. Each of them had two yards. McCarthy ran a couple times. It really just was a controlled rushing offensive attack. They did not turn the ball over. They just wore Washington down. And look, they were the better team. You don't need Keith Jackson or Kirk Herbstreit to break it down for you. I'm sure they would do a more detailed job. But over the course of the year, Michigan, they really were the best team. Here and there, you thought another team could, you know, nip at the heels. Ohio State here. Alabama came on after the Texas loss. Texas, Washington State undefeated. Was Oregon going to get hot? They did get hot, but then Washington beat them again. Georgia with the two-time defending champs. Of course, they're going to go down swinging. But over the course of the year, it was Michigan's year. And uh, what are you going to do? It feels like a slightly polarizing team, maybe more than slightly, with Jim Harbaugh suspended three games. Are they guilty? Are they innocent? 
What are the odds he goes to the pros next year? I say pretty darn good. I'm guessing you do too. Compared to the odds with uh, sticking around and trying to win another national championship. He finally got that in college. He conquered the college world. You know he wants to go back and get a Super Bowl championship in the NFL. You know he does. Where will he end up? Well, maybe I can tell you after the playoffs. If there's a team that really just, you know, blanks the bed in the playoffs, a Philly or something, then maybe he could go to one of these playoff teams. If not, you know the usual suspects. But to me, Jim Harbaugh is good as gone, and he's polarizing, so I'm guessing a lot of teams, if you didn't have a dog in the race, a horse in the race, you were probably rooting for Washington. I was rooting for Michigan in spite of Harbaugh. Harbaugh's not my favorite. I just, I, I've always liked Michigan. And I know a lot more about them over the years and their athletics than Washington. If I were a West Coaster, it'd be a no-brainer. I'd be all in on Washington. You see that suite up there? What was it, like Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan? Were they all in a suite? Is that what I saw in red? You AB? did? Yeah. Uh, like they had a rapper, Travis Scott, in there, oh, a couple others. Yeah, I'd like to be in that one. Wow, that's some. Uh, that is a lot of rings there. Eleven rings there between two guys, Jordan and Jeter. How'd you like to sit on that conversation? Where was Brady? Yeah, Stephen was Brady A. Smith was in there too. Oh, Stephen A. Of yeah. course, rubbing elbows. Of course, bashing the Cowboys. Yeah, Brady should have been in there. Could have seen his uh, Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, add, add just seven more wing, rings. It'd be five, six, and seven. Five for Jeter. Six for Jordan and then uh, Tom Terrific. Who? Well, that's really uh, Tom Seaver, but Tom Brady, seven rings. Wow. Those three guys, you know, over, you know, over the course of the last 30 years, Jordan was first, then Jeter, then Brady. That is greatness. That is just excellence personified. Excellence, high standards, demanding teammates. Wow. That is something else. That is a <laughs> pull up a chair to that table. You better uh, you better be one confident dude. But yep, Michigan's your national championship. Any thoughts, AB, before we go to break? I, I thought they would win. They they took care of business. Um, they you know really pounded the ball in the in the fourth quarter, got the running game going, and kind of sealed the game. Um, really good season for Washington to to make it this far. But Michigan, this was their year, and, and they finally got it done. Yep. They've been close uh, several times over the last few years. Harbaugh came in and he couldn't beat Ohio State. Now he's beaten them, what, I think three times in a row. Caps it off with a national championship, beating another undefeated, you know, very, very good team. I mean, excellent team, however you want to describe them, with the top-tier quarterback. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking he goes out on top in college football, goes back to the NFL, gives that his best shot for whatever, five, ten years, and that's it. Rides off into the sunset. It, it was cool to see his brother there kind of surprise him on the sideline. John Very Harbaugh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like, look, I don't know either one from Adam. I just have a feeling I would get along with John Harbaugh better than Jim. I, I think I, most I would. Yeah, most I people think, would. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine. And their dad, what did he scream on the podium? What did he yell? Who's got it better than us? And oh. then they all go, nobody. Yeah. Um, yeah that's he's always done that. Rich. When he was the Niners coach. Back in the, you know, 10 years ago, he was doing that saying as well. So it must be like a Harbaugh family thing. I think it is. I think that's the story they told during the game when they were, 
you know, living in a small house, you know, weren't exactly wealthy when they were a young family. And he would, you know, just keep spirits up by saying that. Who's got it better than us? You know, if they were just watching a game on a, who knows, an old black and white TV, you know, just just keeping spirits up. 9.12 in the morning. Glad you could join us. We'll do a little crunch time in the third. I'll think of something for the second segment. Come on back. The Morning Huddle. Chill it out, outside taste freeze. Diane sitting on Jackie's lap, got his hands between the knees. Jackie say, hey Diane, let's run off behind the Okay, don't you! South America! Australia! France! Germany! UK! America! The Morning Huddle continues. Presented by White Dragon Martial Arts. Here's David Hurlbutt. Little David Bowie and Mick Jagger for you. Get you up and going. You need something like this on Tuesday to get you up and running. Hey, AB, before we're done today, can you give me a little uh, Feels Like Tuesday? Absolutely, absolutely. You know that just puts me in a good mood. And you need it for a Tuesday. Tuesday, really. Tuesday's an odd one. It is. It is. Thursday and Fridays, you're getting to the end of the week. Obviously, you have weekends. Mondays, I don't mind. I'm often often off Mondays from other jobs. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, those are the tough days we will get you through. 303 831 on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, really? Feels like Tuesday. Tuesday has no feel. Monday has a feel. Friday has a feel. Sunday has a feel. I feel Tuesday and Wednesday. All right, shut up to both of you. You're making me nervous. There you go. Kramer. Newman and Jerry sitting in a van talking about which days have feels. The day I feel the most is Sunday, and our host, not our host, our producer, A. Beal, I'm losing it. I'm losing it, Alex. Feels Fridays. Just in case you were all wondering out there. So we're talking about the national championship, Jim Harbaugh. Where could he go next year? Could he take a year off? What if he went to the Chargers? How'd you like that for the AFC West? Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, and Andy Reid. And I'll tell you what, if Antonio Pierce gets the job, um, you know, I, I think he's a tough guy. I think he could, you know, rally the troops there and make the team respectable. He did down the, you know, towards the end of the season, winning three out of four. You know, took care of the Broncos in the last week of the season. One of those teams looked like they wanted to play football. The other, you know, was the Broncos. Could Harbaugh go to Vegas? Could Harbaugh go to Washington? Could Harbaugh go up to New England if, if uh, you know, Belichick is gone? What if Dallas loses this weekend to Green Bay? Could Harbaugh go to Dallas? I'm pretty sure he's coaching somewhere next year or, or maybe a, you know, 10 to 15% chance he takes the year off and just, you know, does a victory tour. But his stock won't be any higher than it is right now, right? His stock won't be any higher. The Bears, right? Isn't that his uh, one of his dream jobs? 
Yeah, Could yeah. I, th- go I, think to they, I think they did say Eberflus was going to be back okay. for this season, but it hasn't been official. But I think they are uh, leaning that way. Okay. Your guess is as good as mine, kids. Got a, uh, got a mock draft here. You know how your host loves mock drafts. Came out after the game last night. This one's on Pro Football Focus. Their fourth mock draft. And, uh, boy, it's a run on quarterbacks. I just want to take a look here and see who they have the Broncos taking at 12. I haven't looked at this yet. I'll be as surprised as you. Okay, the Bears taking Caleb Williams, so they think they will reset at quarterback and take Williams. Washington, yep, they need a quarterback. They're going to go Drake May with Carolina, from Carolina. New England. Jaden Daniels, not bad. You get the Heisman Trophy winner at the number three pick. Would that kind of quarterback be enough to keep Belichick and Kraft, you know, working in harmony and keep him up in New England, or does he not want to work with rookies anymore? You know, he's not 50 anymore. He's a tad older. I'm not saying he's done. He's not done unless he wants to be. But does he want to, you know, wait around if Jaden Daniels takes a year or two to develop? You can't always count on everybody being like a C.J. Stroud. The Cardinals take the first non-quarterback, Marvin Harrison Jr., give Kyler Murray uh, maybe the best offensive weapon out there. Chargers go with Malik uh, – how do you say his last name from LSU, A.B.? Malik Neighbors? Neighbors, yep. The Neighbors, receiver. all right. Yep. Goes to the Chargers. So that poor kid will be injured, you know, week three because that's what happens uh, with the Chargers. Giants take an offensive tackle. Tennessee Titans take an offensive tackle for Penn State. Atlanta, they're going uh, Michael Penix Jr. This is just a mock draft with pro football focus. So they would take Penix Jr. The Bears pick again. This is their actual pick. The wide receiver from last night, Rome, uh, how do you say his last name? Adunze? Uh, Adunze, yeah. Hey, I'm getting better. Folks, if you're listening for the first time wondering, does this guy know sports or, or not? How did he get this show? I do know sports, but I... Uh, I don't know. I missed something in the third grade or whatever where I make pronouncing words and names probably much more difficult than it has to be. So I checked with guys like Alex. Some of them are, are really tough, too. Some, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Tua took me forever, the Greek freak. But there is there really is something from my childhood. I missed a, I missed a day. How about Okawebenam? Yeah, I'm working on that one. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was Albert O for a long time. Yeah, there you go. Who is um? Oh, the the kid down in uh, San Antonio, the the center, Wembinyama. Wembi, say it again. Uh, Wembinyama. Wembi, Wembi, not. works. Wembi works. Wemby. It's going to be Wembi. I don't know, and I can't remember names. So two great, you know, uh, you know, two great things I'm working here as a talk radio host. I can't remember names, and when I remember them, I can't pronounce them. Other than that, I'm fine. Jets take an offensive tackle. Yes. They should just, you know, draft five linemen to protect Aaron Rodgers. Have you seen that meme going around uh, AB with Aaron Rodgers running onto the field with the American flag? Because I think it was September 11th, uh, you know, the NFL, not the official opening day, but the first Sunday. And he's running onto the field with the uh, a flag, you know, ready to start the season. And it's like, and what does it say? The meme's like, most of America, when they want to start their New Year's fitness program or something. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Alluding to it's probably going to be over pretty soon. I did see that. Yeah. Short-lived. Short-lived, yeah. 
Uh, so, yeah, the Jets want to protect Rodgers. The Vikings take Bo Nix. So that's really the top five quarterbacks. So the Broncos picking next, they would take edge Dallas Turner from Bama because it looks like they'd be out of those uh, top five quarterbacks. Nix, Penix Jr., and then the top three, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. This is just one mock draft, kids. Who knows? But, hey, going with an edge rusher from Bama, never a bad call. Never a bad decision. I definitely thought their pass rush could use some serious help this year. Got rid of Randy Gregory. Got rid of others. Vaughn's long gone. DeMarcus Wearson. You know, Dallas is ring of honor. It's, I mean, they need they need to beat the Bradley Chubb went to Miami and sadly is out for the playoffs. So taking an edge rusher, if you can't take a quarterback, I'm okay with that. Talking about mock drafts for the Denver Broncos. Picking at 12. I think they I think they really need to come out of that first round though with a quarterback. I do. Wilson's gonna be gone. I don't think the quarterback is on the roster right now. So if quarterbacks start, you know, dropping, not dropping, getting picked, dropping would be a great thing, right? If quarterbacks start dropping to the Broncos, they're going to have to make a move. They're really going to have to make a move. I don't know. Is there someone they could trade for? I mean, Kirk Cousins is a free agent, but how can you possibly sign Kirk Cousins when you've already got Russell Wilson's contract on the books? You can't, I don't know. You could do a, a Shoney Atone, uh, you know, defer all your payment. I don't think you could do that in the NFL. Just feels like they have to move up and go get one of those five guys. And if there's a run on quarterbacks, that's what I meant to say, then they, they better move up and, and go get one of them. Interesting. What do you see them doing, A.B.? They got to get a quarterback. Got to get a quarterback. Right? I I totally agree with that. I think that's the route they're going to go. I could see them trading up if they have a guy targeted. Um, I I trust Sean Payton when it comes to quarterbacks. He's got a, a good track record. Um, I don't I don't know who's who it's going to be. I don't know who they like. I'm sure we'll know more. But yeah. I, I'm I'm like you. I'm confident they will take a quarterback early on. Yeah, I'm not just confident that they will. I think they have to. I think they really have to. Because you need that rookie quarterback contract, like I've said many times, to balance the Russell Wilson contract. And it's it's not going to be Stidham. And you're right. He look, he found Tony Romo from Eastern Illinois. It didn't it didn't hurt that Sean Payton also went to Eastern Illinois. So he probably was keeping an eye on this alma mater. He found Tony Romo and he, you know, brought in Drew Brees. Hey, by the way, what did you think? And maybe you were gonna Maybe you you were going to present this to me in the next segment. What did you think about Jameis Winston and, and the offense going for the touchdown there against the coach? Yeah, n- not wow. not the best look. Not the best look. I don't think it's worth like well, Shannon Sharp said yesterday that he would um, cut him. Like he he would just totally get rid of him. I think that's way too far. I understand they're trying to get Jamal Williams a touchdown. He led the NFL in touchdowns last year. Didn't have a single one this year. Um, but to, to to line up in victory formation like you're going to take a knee and then run a play, that's pretty bush league to me. Very bush um, league. If they wanted Very. to just run a regular play at that point, that's one thing. But to line up like you're going to take a knee and then surprise the defense, you know, that's where people get hurt. And I think uh, people will remember that play when they play the Saints in the future. 
And the Atlanta coach, I mean, he had a very disappointing season. They just had an awful game. Uh, he would get fired later in the night. And, uh, I mean, really, you talk about pouring salt on a bad day for that guy. Uh, just no class. And uh, Jameis kept saying, well, it was a team decision. It was a team decision. No, it wasn't, or else you would have brought in the coaching staff. They're part of the team. Can you imagine trying that with a Belichick or a Bill Parcells? <laughs> they would have been allowed in the locker room. Winston would not have been allowed in the locker room. You go change someone else. They would have thrown their clothes out into the hall. Uh, yeah, I thought that was terrible. Yeah. You and I agree. That shows uh, kind of the, the Dennis Allen, what they kind of think of him maybe a yeah. little bit too. Yeah, the lack of respect. And to me, that kind of sums up Jameis Winston. A lot of talent, God-given natural abilities, but just his head isn't screwed on right. That just sums up his whole career for me. 9.28 in the morning. Let's come on back. A little crunch time with AB right here. My Life Sports. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. More of the Morning Huddle with David Hurlbutt, presented by White Dragon Martial Arts. Nine thirty-two in the morning. Glad you could join us Tuesday, the 9th of January. If he happens to be listening, a happy birthday to my uncle Jeff. Back East, 303-831-1340. AB, before we get into crunch time, where do you think Harbaugh coaches next year, or does he take a year off? Chargers. That would be my 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 number one right now. I say it, it will be the L.A. Chargers. Okay. And he'd have a, uh, you know, a wonderful quarterback there to build around. Good draft pick in terms of, you know, uh, Good position. Where did I say they were? Fifth or sixth? They could uh, get another weapon. Vikings, Jets, Bears, uh, Titans. Fifth. You could do a lot with that. You could trade back and stockpile some picks. Uh, go get one of his guys from Michigan. Yeah. that, that I bet that's the Vegas odds-on favorite right now. 
you know, Chargers, Michigan again. Um, I don't see him as an Atlanta Falcons head coach. Maybe Washington, you know, that's in a, a great division with great rivalries. And he knows about that team growing up, how good they once were under different ownership before Schneider ruined them. Or New England, maybe, if Belichick goes somewhere else. Hmm, that, that one's the most interesting to me, what New yeah. England will do. You know, will Vrabel, I could see Vrabel leaving the Titans and then going up there and coaching New England. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen, but I couldn't see Harbaugh up there. No. You could not, or could not? Could not. Not really. Okay. Not really. Okay. He'd have the number three pick. He could get a good quarterback. But, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But he'll be some. I think he'll be coaching. In the, I'm with I'm with UAB, the Chargers. Why not? I think that's uh, just the most likely as of right now. Unless he uh, – maybe he does sit out a year and he's just going to wait for that Chicago job. Who knows? Okay, what do you got for me, brother? All right, so uh, Draymond Green looks like uh, he will be coming back soon. He uh, he did an interview yesterday, and he said he considered retiring, but Adam Silver, the commissioner, talked him out of it. Um, you know, I'm not sure how to, how serious he was in, in, um, in, in talking about his retirement. I, I don't know if he'd go that far, but – Pretty interesting to see the, the the mindset that he had been in after getting this latest suspension. Um, he t- said he talked with Steve Kerr during the whole thing, and they, they cried together. And Steve Kerr's like, I want you to end your career the right way. But um, sounds like he contemplated retirement during uh, the meeting with the commissioner before this indefinite suspension. Okay. Um, I have not missed him one minute. You know, it's not like a must-see guy, a talent I really want to watch. Like, uh, like I know he's controversial, but John Morant, didn't I see he's out for the year now? Yep, yep, season-ending shoulder surgery. Yeah, like, I- I'll miss watching him purely as a basketball player. I know he's got to get a few things right in his life. I did not miss Draymond Green one bit. Uh, I mean, I had completely forgotten about him. I wish he would retire. I've just seen too many of those, you know, that nonsense, I'll just call it on the court. Roughly, do you know roughly how many games he's missed so far? Like fifteen, maybe. Uh, almost. I think it was twelve or thirteen. Oh, that's, so that's not, not a, not enough. Not enough. No way. I remember come when on. we were talking about it. Twenty. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I would say Adam Silver. It should be like thirty or forty games, at least. I probably would have gone, you know, a little tough love and just said the season, because you know we've just seen that act so many times. But I don't care what Steve Kerr thinks. I want you to end it the right way. I, I wish you would just retire. The NBA doesn't miss him. I don't miss him. I'm not a Golden State fan, so I'm sure they would think uh, much differently than my opinion. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? I could care less if he comes back. I, I would like to see him miss more games, for Definitely. sure. For sure. Um, I'm interested to see how he comes back because he, I mean, he really only knows how to play one way. And that's that's to uh, to be physical and to, to kind of toe the line. I I couldn't see him playing basketball another way than how he currently plays it. So, I mean, that's kind of how effective he is. That that's part of his game. Yeah. Part of his uh his his game plan every time. No, if he was born in a different you know, in the seventies, he would have been on the Bad Boy Pistons. I mean, they would have welcomed him with open arms. See a Hall of Famer, AB is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer? Oh man, I like in my opinion, no. Uh, I think he benefited from playing with great players, playing with Steph Curry his whole career. If he was in Charlotte his whole career, I doubt anyone would really know his name or really right. uh, he wouldn't be that relevant, I guess I should say. Uh, it, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. No, no, I don't I think agree. he's one of the top. No, I don't think he's one of the top like 100 players ever. No way. No, no. I mean, 
sometimes I think in these different leagues, the Hall of Fame gets watered down. And after, you know, 10, 12 years, we just put someone in there maybe because we feel, okay, they've waited long enough. You're a Hall of Famer or you're not. To me, you're right. He's not a Hall of Famer. Like, is Robert Ory? He's not in the Hall of Fame, right? Robert Ory? I no. don't think so. No, and he's got, what, what seven titles? Seven, Look, yeah. He made some big He made some big shots. He was around at the right time. But I don't think anybody went into a game and said, how do we game plan, you know, Robert Ory or Draymond Green? No, they were thinking KD, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. I think he was just in the perfect situation. He he sets up Steph Curry very well. Yeah. But um, you know, it's one of those things. Like like if Derek Jeter played in Kansas, was a Kansas City Royal his whole career, would he as be as revered as he is? Like no way. He'd no still way. be a great player, but right, not not who he is. No. All right. What else you got? All right. Um. So I know you talked a little bit about this yesterday, but um, if you want to watch the the Chiefs play the Dolphins on Saturday night. Fans will have to subscribe to Peacock to see the game. Um, the NFL will be airing this uh, AFC playoff game exclusively on Peacock, and this is the very first time fans will have to pay extra to see a playoff game. Do you think uh, fans have the right to be angry about this game only being on Peacock? Yeah, I think so. I, I, look, I, I just don't get it. Shame on the NFL. You know, it feels like it's going the way of boxing did 30 or 40 years ago. AB, I could watch amazing boxing matches in like the early eighties, like Larry Holmes, heavyweight title fights, like Sugar Ray Leonard, marvelous Marvin Hagler. And then it slowly went to pay-per-view. And I, I feel I could be wrong that Mike Tyson and his, you know, what can, how can I describe it? The greatness, the aura around Tyson led them to pay-per-view and they could just, everyone could make a lot of money. I, I don't like it at all. I think certain sporting events and, you know, playoffs should just be, available on just basic television, which ESPN kind of is now over the last, you know, few decades, but definitely, you know, CBS, NBC, Fox, which, you know, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, you know, kind of elbowed their way into the room with CBS, ABC, and NBC. I, I don't like it, man. It's not even like one of the main streaming services, like I said, Netflix or Amazon Prime. I mean, do you have Peacock? I don't like honestly. I have no idea. Um, right, right. I, I don't know. I'd never watch it. So exactly. Maybe you have it because you pay for something else and you're unaware of it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but that's a good game. That's a good game. That's, that's the Tyreek KC, right? Yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill going back home for the first time. I mean, right. Two uh, look, two healthy quarterbacks for a change. We've seen all these backups throughout the end of the season. Tua against uh, Mahomes. You know, they're both kind of struggling a little bit down the down the stretch. That's terrible. That's terrible, man. Yeah. Taylor Swift, will she be the building? But by the way, did you see her at the Golden Globes, I guess, the other night? Whispering I did. With, uh, who was it, Selena Gomez? Yeah, people were yeah. trying to, you know, caption this type thing. Exactly. And that's what made me think of it because they're saying, uh, I heard one caption is, can you believe that you have to get Peacock to watch the Chiefs-Dolphins game? <laughs> I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And another one I saw was, um, like, Taylor was saying to Gomez, uh, number 70 reported. Number 70 reported. He absolutely reported oh, something man. like that. It was great. Those are funny. Those those they memes are, are always great. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add to that, or do you have one more um, quick one? I, I was just thinking, uh, you know, which, which uh, return is more highly anticipated this weekend, Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City or Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit? Oh, to that's play? a good one. That's a good one. 
They were both traded away, right? They they actually didn't they trade Tyreek to Miami. Yes. Yes, for draft picks and stuff because they didn't think they could get the deal done. Stafford, of course, the Rams wanted to upgrade a quarterback. Interesting, man. I think wow. I think Tyreek Hill a little bit. I think Tyreek Hill just a nod, but I think Stafford will have a better reception. He was traded and and he he got beat up a lot there. Like Hill, well Hill would Hill should be, you know, appreciated too for all that he did in KC. But will they remember he won? I don't know. AB, that's a great poll question. Who will have? Who will be received better by their previous team, Stan, Stafford at Detroit or Hill and KC? What do you think? I that's think Stafford. Tough. I th- yeah, I agree. Like like Tyreek Hill won a Super Bowl. He was a huge part of those teams. Um, right. but, but, I mean, Stafford spent 10 years, the 10 plus years there, um, face of the franchise. It's got to be him. Yeah, he's a quarterback. And he, a lot of times he didn't have help. He was getting beat up. He, he, he gave his all. And we all know Detroit wasn't that good until, uh, you know, Campbell got there. Um, yeah, I think, I think Stafford will get a nice ovation. And then they'll go try and knock him in the next week. My dream, as we sign off here, folks, and I've got to run no fourth segment for me, for me today, but my dream uh, A.B., the Rams are getting hot. They knock off Detroit. They knock off the Niners. Dallas takes care of business. Then Dallas hosts the Rams in the NFC Championship. That's my dream. I can dream. It won't happen, but that's my dream. It could happen. It could. The Rams are playing well. They're getting healthier. All right, brother. Hey, A.B., thanks for everything, folks. I have to take off a little doctor appointment time. We'll see you tomorrow on the Morning Huddle. Come on.